It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, March the 13th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 807 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw on the line here with you as we sit to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, uh, King NWO, Gerard T. and the Iceman, uh, Jared DiGeralmo has uh, not yet arrived here in the studio, so I will be, of course, so <clears throat> so we will, of course, be, of course, switching gears here on, and bringing you your wrestling news and views here. May not be a whole lot to report there, folks. But still, we'll try to get you in on the latest news that, that we have have on tap. Of course, as you know, of course, especially following the ongoing coronavirus situation, but we'll try to get you every single piece of news that we can here, of course, here this evening. But in the meantime, folks, while we wait, of course, as you know, the human suplex machine, John Gross, now you're with us here on Friday nights. So I'll be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, of course, we have some interesting moments here indeed, and we'll definitely be bringing those here to you momentarily. I will also inform you that our live video feed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be, of course, from our group dedicated to the American Wrestling Association, the AWA. Of course, that group, of course, entitled AWA US History Lives. If you would care to join us for our live video feed for Revolution 807, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AWA US history. And if you care to join us through, of course, talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 Caller ID 138055 pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Of course, you know, in addition to the news reviews and also history and birthdays. Uh, as far as SmackDown goes, ladies and gentlemen, not really a whole bunch to talk about. Of course, again, 
with a lot of effect being affected, of course, uh, because of the infamous coronavirus. Uh, we have a and I have a whole bunch to mention here this evening, but of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, be bringing you the best that we possibly can on other stories, of course, making the rounds and other, of course, other topics here. Uh, it will be a big, big time debate here tonight here, folks, of course, in, in the wake of this ongoing situation involving the coronavirus. Of course, like we said, a lot of things have been, of course, postponed or and or canceled as a result of this. Of course, even, of course, earlier today, several sports uh, tournaments, including, of course, the NCAA, uh, the Masters Golf Tournament, um, among others. I mean, a lot of things, ladies and gentlemen, have been affected as a result of this. And, of course, we'll definitely get into more and more detail about it. Hopefully, we'll get to hear from, of course, uh, GTS and JD, hopefully momentarily here with your wrestling news and views. And, of course, also some other news, of course, making the rounds here as well. Uh, <clears throat> we will, of course, be bringing that here to you here, of course, momentarily. In the meantime here, folks, while we, while we wait for them to come in, we will, of course, be bringing you today's wrestling history and birthdays. And, of course, as we said here for today, here, March the 13th, and of course, as we go into it, of course, at 9.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or on episode 807 of WWS Revolution. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead. <clears throat> let's go. Let's go ahead. Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, on this day, 1986, 34 years ago today, in Tokyo, Japan, Ricky Choshu defeated Mitsuharu Musawa, then wrestling as Tiger Mask 2 at an all-Japan wrestling event in Budokan Hall. This was the first meeting between the two men who would go down as among the greatest in Japanese wrestling history. On this date, 20 years ago, we put it at the year 2000. On Raw is War from East Rutherford, New Jersey. Dean Malenko defeated S.A. Rios to win the WWF Light Heavyweight title. Malenko would go on to hold the title for all but eight of the next 365 days. Earlier the same day, Pete Gass, of course, you remember from the Mean Street Posse, defeated Crash Holly at the Newark airport to win the WWF Hardcore title. But during Raw, Crash Holly would win it back from Pete Gass. Let's see. On this date here, of course, 19 uh, years ago today, which we put it at uh, two at let's see, uh, let's see, 15. Give me the second, ladies and gentlemen, 15. On this date in 2001, at a at a Sunday night heat taping in Anaheim, California, Crash Holly <coughs> excuse me, defeated Dean Malenko to win the WWF Light Heavyweight Title. The win ends Malenko's 322-day run as champion. The second longest in the history of the second version of the title. Number one would go to Dwayne Gill, who held it from who held it for 453 days, from November of '98 to February of 2000. Let's see here, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive me here for this. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see. 16 years ago, 16 years ago today, we'd put it at 2004. WWE held their Hall of Fame ceremony at the Hilton in New York City. It would be the first Hall of Fame ceremony for the company since 1996. The ceremony has since become a yearly tradition thanks to the successful DVD release of the event. The 2004 Hall of Fame class would include Jesse the Body Ventura, Don Morocco, Tito Santana, Superstar Billy Graham, Sergeant Slaughter, Greg Valentine, uh, Bob, the late Bobby Heenan, Harley Race, Pete Rose, 
and posthumous inductions for Big John's, the late Big John Stud and the late Junkyard Dog. Of course, Bobby Heenan was alive whenever he was inducted in 04, but of course, you know, since he has passed on. I just want to make that make that note noted here, make that clear. Uh, 15 years ago today, put it at 2005, I do believe, yes. TNA presented Destination X from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. Match ratings are provided by Wrestling Observer Newsletters. They announce are as recorded in the Internet Wrestling Database. All ratings are out of a possible five stars. This is not reflect what everyone, uh, this is not re reflect what, of course, we here at WWS think about these particular matches. Uh, in a pre-show match, Chris Candido and Andy Douglas defeated Lex Lovett and Buck Quarterman. In a pre-show match, Kit Cash and Lance Hoyt defeated Jarrell Clark and Cassidy Riley. Uh, three live crew, who was BG James and Conan, and America's Most Wanted Chris Harris and James Storm, defeated Team Canada, A1, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and Petey Williams. This match received 2.75 out of 5 stars. Chris Saban defeated Chase Stevens, 2.25 out of 5. Dustin Rhodes defeated Raven in a bull rope match, 1.25. Uh, the Disciples of Destruction, Ron and Don Harris, defeated Five Delta Slam, who was Big Tilly and Bruno Sassy, 0.5 out of 5 stars. Monty Brown and, Tri and Tritans fought to a no contest. Brown was originally ruled the winner. It was revealed that Brown didn't pin Tritan after all. Match was thrown out and ruled a no contest. The battle finished ninth in Wrestling Observer Newsletter's worst match of 2005 and essentially ended the rocket push of Tritan, where this received no stars at all whatsoever. Jeff Hardy defeated Abyss in a false count anymore match, 2.75 out of 5. The outlaw Kip James defeated Kevin Nash in a first blood match. This match also didn't receive any, uh, any stars out of 5. Uh, Christopher Daniels defeated AJ Styles, Elix Skipper, and Ron Killings in an Ultimate X Challenge to win the TNA X Division title. The match was conducted in three stages, a tag team match where the loser of the fall was eliminated, a three-way dance where the first person to be defeated was eliminated, and an Ultimate X match. Uh, Killings was eliminated in the tag team match, while Skipper was eliminated in the three-way dance. 3.75 out of 5 stars. And Jeff Jarrett defeated DDP in a ringside revenge to retain the NWA World Heavyweight title. This match received 2.75 out of 5 stars. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2007. Wrestling legend Arnold Scullin sadly passed away of natural causes in his hometown of White Plains, New York. He was 82 years old. Born January 21st, 1925 in White Plains, New York, Scotland served in the U.S. Marines during World War II. After a failed boxing career, Scotland tried his hand at professional wrestling. He debuted under his real name in 1946, but was built from Norway. He was given the nickname the Golden Boy for using his agility, speed, and width rather than strength and power. He wrestled as Bobby Weaver in Georgia in the late 1950s and in the early 1960s, challenged both Pat O'Connor and Buddy Rogers for the NWA World Heavyweight title, but was unsuccessful. In 1962, he refereed about between Freddie Blassie and Ricky Dozon in Japan. The next year, Scullin joined the New York-based Worldwide Wrestling Federation, of course, WWF, in 1967. 
He became one half of the United States Tag Team Champions with Spiros Adnan when Spiros' regular partner, Tony Parisi, had to vacate his half due to injury. His lone championship reign didn't last long. They lost him to six weeks later to the Sicilians, Lou Albano and Tony Altamore. Scotland wasn't just wrestling for the company. He was also a shareholder and one of Vince McMahon Sr.'s right-hand men, serving as an agent for Andre the Giant and producing shows in Westchester County in New York. Scotland managed two WWF champions in Bruno San Martino and Bob Backlund. Scotland turned to managing full-time in 1978, around the time of Backlund's title win. Though Arnold would step in the ring in the event of an emergency, Arnold perhaps is best known among modern wrestling fans for throwing in the towel on Backlund's behalf on December 26, 1983, when Iron Sheik had Backlund trapped in the camel clutch to win the WWF title. Arnold made a cameo appearance in the 1987 music video Pile Driver, a title track for Pile Driver for the wrestling album, too. He's actually next to one, one next to Coco Beware. He's playing a foreman. In 1994, Scone was one of seven men inducted into the inaugural full class of the WWF Hall of Fame. Sadly, as he said, Scone died with his wife at his side of natural causes in his hometown of White Plains, New York, on March 13, 2007. He was, like we said, 82 years old. At the time of his death, he was survived by his wife, three sons, and four grandchildren. Uh, let's see. Uh, 11 years ago today, put it at 2009, Andrew Robert Patrick Martin, known to wrestling fans as Test, sadly was found dead in his home in Tampa, Florida. He was only 33 years old. Born on St. Patrick's Day 1975 in Whitby, Ontario, Canada, he broke into the wrestling business after a meeting with Bret Hart at a restaurant. For the next eight months, Martin trained under Hart and another famed Canadian wrestler, Leo Burke. Martin debuted in 1997 on the Canadian independent circuit and wrestled as Martin Kane in TJ Thunder. He continued his training at Dory Funk Jr.'s Funkin' Dojo in Oklahoma, Florida. With just a year of wrestling experience, Martin made it his WWF debut in October 1998 on Sunday Night Heat as a bodyguard for rock band Motley Crue. The group performed during the same taping. In a scripted event, Martin threw a fan trying to rush the stage. Six weeks later, he made his Rawls War debut as Test, short for Testosterone, assisting The Rock in attacking Triple H. The newest member of the corporation stable made his in-ring debut a week later. His first came in the 99 Royal Rumble with his first WrestleMania coming two months later in an unsuccessful effort to win the tag team with D'Lo Brown from the team of Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. On the same show, Tess had a hand in Shane McMahon retained the European title over X-Pac. And it would be Shane McMahon that kicked Tess from the corporation. <clears throat> uh, Tess, along with ex-corporation members Ken Shamrock, Mankind, and The Big Show formed the union and briefly feuded with their old stable. With mankind out due to the injury, the group quietly disbanded soon after. Around this time, Tess began in storyline to date Stephanie McMahon. With Stephanie's, with Stephanie's brother Shane disapproving of the relationship, the two feuded with Tess coming out on top. Tess and Stephanie were engaged to be married, but a case of amnesia put the wedding on hold briefly. Two months later, on the night of their wedding, Triple H revealed that he had married a drugged-up Stephanie in Las, in Las Vegas. It turned out to be a it would turn out to be a ruse that both Triple H and Stephanie were in were in on, ushering in the McMahon Helmsley era. 
After briefly feuding with and being broken by Triple H and D-Generation X, Tess turned heel and joined Albert and Trish Stratus to form TNA. But the duo had a, had a few notable wins over Head Cheese at WrestleMania 2000 and Backlash later in the month over the Dudley Boys. The duo never won the tag titles before breaking up in January of 2001. He had a brief run as European champion, winning it tonight after the 2001 Royal Rumble for William Regal and losing it at WrestleMania 17 to Eddie Guerrero. Tess would be a central figure in the Evasion storyline. After being falsely accused and beaten by the Acolyte for being a mole for the Alliance, Tess would cost them the WWF Tag Titles in August 2001, and he would join the Alliance. Tess would win some tag team goals himself, teaming with Booker T to defeat the Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker, and Kane. When the WCW Tag Team Titles, they'd lose them just 11 days later to the Hardy Boys. The duo would win the WWF Tag Team Titles from The Rock and Chris Jericho, but again lost them just 11 days later to the Hardy Boys. Let's see. Uh, Tess soon returned to singles competition, feuding with Edge over the Intercontinental United States titles. Though he lost the unification match at Survivor Series, Tess won an immunity battle royal on the show, preventing him from being fired for a year. The story went nowhere as it was dropped in the new year. Tess meandered for the next few months and made to the semifinals of the 2002 King of the Ring tournament, losing to eventual winner Brock Lesnar. That summer, Tess, along with Christian and Lance Storm, formed the Un-Americans, a group of wrestlers who felt mistreated by Americans. The group added William Regal, but was dispatched by Undertaker at SummerSlam, and disbanded following an eight-man tag match in September of 2002. In the fall of 2002, Stacey Keebler became Tess's test on-screen girlfriend and image, image consultant, referring to Tess's fan base as testicles, like The Rock's People and Hulk Hogan's Hulkamaniacs. Tess cut his hair short and began wearing trunks. In early 2003, Tess teamed with, with then feuded with Scott Steiner. Tess would lose and regain Stacy's managerial services and briefly won Scott as a manservant. And when Scott attacked Stacy post-match, the team reformed. The team split again when Mick Foley and his girlfriend as general manager of Raw fired them both, freeing Stacy from her obligation to them. And a side and a side nugget. Around this time, Tess and Stacy had a real-life relationship. The duo would be rehired by Eric Bischoff, but never won the tag titles together. Tess would spend most of the first half of 2004 on Sunday Night Heat. In July of 2004, Martin underwent spinal fusion, fusion surgery. Four months after the surgery, Martin was, uh, Martin was released. Martin was promised a look when he was fully healed from surgery. But at the time, his release was not well-received among the roster and wrestling pundits. In a curious oddity, Tessa's first tag team partner, Albert, was released on the same day. Martin returned to the ring in May of 2005 and worked on the independent circuit, most notably as Bigfoot, in Italy-based New Wrestling Evolution. He even defeated Samoa Joe during his time in the Indies. WWE made good on their promise to bring Martin back, though he was quite critical of WWE's medical practices and the use of Eddie Guerrero post-mortem. And in March 2006, Martin returned under his old gimmick, Test. He worked dark matches for Raw and SmackDown before being assigned to the ECW brand in July of 2006. <clears throat> he was part of the ECW New Breed versus the Originals feud that spanned most of the year. His high point during his ECW reign came in December to December when he eliminated Hardcore Holly and Rob Van Dam in the Extreme Elimination Chamber match before being defeated by the eventual winner, uh, Bobby Lashley. After failing twice in January to win the ECW World title from Lashley, 
He was taken off television for good. Turned out he had violated the WWE's wellness policy, garnering him a 30-day suspension. A week into his suspension, Martin was... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, after which he released a statement saying he requested his release. During his second run in WWE, Martin was in a relationship with Barbie Blank, also known as Kelly Kelly. Though the two split about two months before his death, Andrew once credited Barbie with saving his life when he had a medical emergency. Martin had a brief run in TNA as the Punisher, Andrew Martin, but worked without a contract. He worked one match for the company, which was a Doomsday Chamber of Blood match at Hard Justice 2007, where he, Abyss, and Sting defeated Christian's Coalition, who was... And he, Abyss, and Sting defeated Christian's Coalition, uh, who was Christian Cage, Tom Cohen, AJ Styles. With TNA concerned about his locker room demeanor and his physique, of course, the company was being investigated by the United States Congress in the wake of the death of Chris Benoit. Martin was released. Andrew announced his retirement from wrestling in December 2007, but actually continued to make appearances and was slated to do a European tour just before his death. Sadly, Martin was found dead in his home in Tampa, Florida on March 13, 2009, just four days shy of his 34th birthday. Police were called after a neighbor spotted through a window that Martin had been motionless for several hours through a window outside his condo. Police re retrieved the body and believed he may have actually been dead for some time. His death was ruled as an accidental overdose of oxycodone. It was later determined that Martin had suffered from chronic traumatic, uh, or of course, as they call it, CTE, the same form of brain damage that Chris Benoit suffered prior to his death a few months earlier. His body was cremated, but the remains sent to his family in Ontario, Canada. And let's see. Uh, let's see here. Nine years ago today, also 2011, WWE announces that Drew Carey would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Induction was more of a, was more of a promotional deal, as around the time the <clears throat> sorry about here. Forgive me here, folks. We're trying to get this all situated here. The induction was more of a promotional deal, as around the time. The Price, the Price is Right host was promoting a new series for the Game Show Network called Drew Carey's Improvaganza, a series that would last all of eight weeks. Let's see here. Uh, also, nine years ago today, 2011, TNA presented Victory Road from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The show is noted for its short main event. The event won Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Worst Major Show Award for that year. And the main event, Sting versus Jeff Hardy, would win the publication's worst work match award. In the days, uh, uh, in the days that followed, Jeff Hardy was indefinitely suspended from the company, and TNA offered fans who ordered the show six free months of TNA on demand. Here is, of course, the match that took place at Victory Road in 2011. Tommy Dreamer defeated Bully Ray in a no DQ false count anywhere match. Mexican America, Ros Rosita and Sarita defeated Angelina Love and Winter, who won the TNA Knockouts Tag Team titles. Hernandez defeated Matt Morgan in the first blood match. Kazarian defeated Robbie E., Jeremy Buck, and Max Buck in an Ultimate X match to retain the TNA X Division title. Beer Money Inc., James Storm, and Robert Roode defeated Inc. Inc., who was Jesse Neal and Shannon Moore to retain the TNA World Tag Team title. AJ titles. Uh, AJ Styles defeated Matt Hardy. 
Mr. Anderson and Rob Van Dam fall to a double count to determine the number one contender for the TNA World Heavyweight title. Sting defeated Jeff Hardy in just eight in just 88 seconds to retain the TNA World Heavyweight title. Why so short? It turned out that Hardy was in no condition to perform, yet TNA went ahead and sent him out there. Needless to say, this would be rightfully criticized among fans and peers alike. Even Sting responded to one fan chanting BS with I agree. Among the most vocal critics was one Brian Alvarez, who penned the following for Wrestling Observer Newsletter in the wake of the bout. And this is what Brian Alvarez had to say. Sting versus Jeff Hardy for the TNA title. Hardy wobbled down to the ring, all unsteady, tripping on the ring steps on the way in. They did the fancy ring introductions, and Eric Bischoff came out and said there had been a change in plans and said they had a situation on March 3rd where the network got involved in their business. Bischoff went on and on and on and wouldn't just spit out what he was trying to say. Long story short, this match is a no DQ. Sting punched him right in the face. Bischoff made a funny sound when he got punched. That was the only redeeming thing about this. Jeff took off his shirt and started walking around the ring, teasing that he'd throw the shirt into the crowd. Then he just dropped it. What a meanie. So they locked so the, so they locked up. This thing, this thing punched him, hooked him in the death drop, and pinned him. Matt, I uh, say match, and this is including the T-shirt BS, went one minute and 29 seconds. They showed a replay, and they tried to pretend that Jeff tried to kick out but Sting wouldn't let him. It's 2011, and we're supposed to believe that Sting shot on Jeff Hardy in a pay-per-view main event a minute in. With this effing finisher, someone screamed something, and and Sting on the ramp looked at him and screamed, I agree, and that was the end of the show. Normally, I wouldn't rate this, but we're on a roll with negative star ratings, so let's keep this alive. Yes, minus five stars. How do I justify this rating? Well, one of two things happened here. Maybe this whole thing was a stupid work, you know the Pillman Loose Cannon deal with Hardy playing the role of wrestler in no condition to perform, trying to get internet fans talking. Well, if that's the case, this is the best way they could come up with. If this was a work and you were going to do this one-minute finish, at least have it go on second to last and come up with some creative excuse to put something else in the main event slot. Isn't that the point of having a creative team? If this was a work, they bend over and <clears throat> they bend over and effed in the butt. Their most diehard loyal to death fans was a 1.29 main event on a show that paid anywhere from that they paid anywhere from 35 to 45 dollars for. The other possibility is that Jeff was messed up, which was what people in TNA claims claimed on Sunday night. In which case, why is Jeff Hardy in the main event? <clears throat> Years ago, WWE fired Jeff because they were concerned with his behavior and he refused to go to rehab. Can they immediately signed him? Then when we kept effing up, they let him go, and WWE signed him back. He left WWE a second time, and we glad he got busted and charged with multiple drug felonies. I'd have to bring a guy who in who was having problems with, when working for the opposition, and believe me, I am not defending WWE here, but I thought it was wildly irresponsible when they did this as well. But to bring him in when he's facing possible jail time on drug charges, for F's sake, it's not like they took a chance on him like WWE did. And he actually was on his best behavior once he got there. Oh, no, he had an incident just a few months back at another pay-per-view where they were so concerned about his behavior backstage that they nearly pulled him from the show and stripped him of the title. And, of course, in the end, they didn't. They just let him work, and they gave the belt back to him again a month after he lost to Mr. Anderson. Hello, Earth to effing idiots. 
If this was legit, I have no sympathy for Dixie Carter whatsoever. And that to hold her even more responsible for this was was real than if it was late, if it was fake. If this was fake, they just did something ungodly stupid. If it was real, she continues to enable a guy with a real problem. She needs to get her effing act together like nine years ago. Not to mention that, she, that if, if he really was in no condition to perform, this is the best the creative team could come up with. A one-minute main event with a flunky finish. I mean, Jesus Christ, how long would it take you, the reader, to come up with something better? Something that, I don't know, doesn't involve Jeff, Jeff Hardy. I mean, think about this. Let's say he was under the influence of something. That's just all. They actually thought it would be better to put him in the ring for a one-minute DS main event than to say claim he got beat up by Kurt Angle and have Kurt replace him and do a 12-minute match with Sting. That decision right there as a business owner would cause me to swing low through this company in my sweet chariot, decapitating one member of creative after another with my flaming sword. So that's never see them again. Ideally, everyone in the world would be employed preferably in something they enjoy doing. But for the love of God, this company needs to die. Just die. They can go back to being the friendly receptionist at Panda headquarters in Texas. And fate is such that there must be a number two wrestling company in America Someone with an effing brain will come by and pick up the pieces and hopefully they can do it without rehiring every everyone responsible for this titanic of a company. I like the current moronic brain trust that who hired everyone responsible for killing WCW almost exactly 10 years ago to the day. Over the years, I've gotten one angry letter after another from the TNA diehards trying to defend the other BS nonsense that is impacting the stupid decisions Dixie and her goofy crew make. This is this is what <clears throat> what happens when you blindly support BS. You get this show, a show doesn't to be an entire chapter in a book someday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see right back if we have anything going on here in the in the wrestling birthdays here. Um, I do think we might have some folks on the line here, and I appreciate their patience. I will be bringing, on, bringing them on here, of course, uh, momentarily here. <clears throat> so while we get that... Um, Let's see what let's see the gentleman here. So what well, listen, apologize, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying we're trying to So, let's see here if we have any birthdays here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about here. Don't forget me, ladies and gentlemen, while we try to pull everything up here.
Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. You know how you know how, how computers get these days here. Let's see if we have any birthdays to report here. Okay, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, for that delay, but we should be back on here now, I think. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have one birthday to report here. Uh, let me see here. Let me let me look at my, uh, yes. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do wish we have one wrestling birthday to report here tonight. And it is, of course, we wish a very happy 35th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, one half of the, a, uh, uh, one half of the Young Bucks, of course, in AEW. I'm talking about Matt Jackson. Uh, so happy birthday, of course, here from here, everyone here at WCWS. Two, of course, one half, of, like I said, one half of the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, who today turns 35 years old. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see, let's see if we can get back here. Uh, um, Ladies and gentlemen, my humblest apologies here. We, uh, our, my internet once again was seems to have been acting up on me here a little bit. Uh, we hope, of course, like I said, that uh, you, we appreciate, of course, everyone's patience, and of course, as we, of course, continue to move forward here, of course, just in case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, today we wish a very happy, uh, uh, just to let everyone know here, of course. Uh, we wish a very happy 35th birthday, of course, to one half of the Young Bucks in AEW, uh, Matt Jackson, here today. 
so now, folks, let's go ahead and get right back into the swing of things here as we do now have three folks now, of course, popping in here on the line here. Uh, I do see here, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> and normally I will, I will, of course, overdo, it, will, it will be, of course, like I said, a brief introduction for since we have three folks, we're going to bring them all in here at one time. Uh, <clears throat> of course, my first entrant, of course, is a now a three-time WWS Hall of Famer. 2015, 17, and 2020 Legacy Wing. Also, one half of court, one part of our broadcast team, of course, WWS Raw Radio. Also, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, and also, of course, a contributor to Raw Radio, and of course, also a man who also shares a shares also known to heart known as the Heartbreak Kid in our radio network circles, and also shares the nickname with a very iconic character from that classic 60s sitcom, Happy Days. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a gentleman who was a part of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, who, of course, like I said, who has been joining us on several of our shows here in recent memory here over the last, uh, over, over the last, of course, several weeks. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to, of course, let's go ahead, <clears throat> let's go ahead and uh, bring him in on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead first off, let, let's first welcome. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. The second of all, we, we welcome the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And number three, we welcome, of course, Mr. Mipital. Gentlemen, we appreciate your patience. We welcome you, of course, episode 807 of WWS Revolution. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, here with you here tonight. Yep, good to be here. Yeah. Indeed. Yes, yes uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, you have to also understand here that I understand that y'all were on, but like I said... I was still reading the rest in history and did not know until I was just informed. So that's why I was, did not let you on here right away because I was trying to read all that through first. So, so my apologies there, gentlemen, for that here. Uh, in the meantime, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and switch gears here on episode 807 of Revolution. Let's get into the, of course, the big me, big, big thing here at hand with our wrestling news and views here segment. And I'm sure not a whole lot to talk about. With the current situation that's been going on right now, let's see what we have, of course, here in the midst right here of anything that is going on right now as far as uh, anything involving wrestling or any other news whatsoever. Let's see, let's have, see, let's see what we have here from the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno. J.D., what's going on here? And uh, any news you have for us this evening, let's, hear, let's try to hear some something that uh, that is actually might be worth talking about tonight. So go ahead, J.D. All right. Well, apparently we know that Raw is being moved to the Performance Center this Monday, however, because originally it was supposed to be here in Pittsburgh, however, believe it or not. But now we're hearing reports this, however. AEW now has announced that they have canceled shows for the first two weeks in April as well. According to reports, however, All Elite Wrestling has announced postponements for the Dynamite events that are scheduled for April 1st in Milwaukee and the following Wednesday in St. Louis. The Milwaukee event has now been moved to October 28th at the UWM Panther Arena, and the St. Louis show, however, will now be held on October 7th in St. Louis, believe it or not. Meanwhile, however, we know that SmackDown, however, is going to be also hosting their, uh, like I said, hosting uh, their uh, show supposedly next week in New Orleans, however. Meanwhile, WWE Backstage has announced Tower through March 20th, however, they are putting its daily studio shows on hiatus, however, out of an abundance of caution. As such, there will not be a new edition of WWE on backstage on Tuesday, however, mind you. 
And also, ladies and gentlemen, NXT has announced that they have suspended a group events through April, however, at Full Sail University, which means for the time being they will be, need to be doing their shows at the Performance Center. And I will be right back in just a few minutes. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, JD will be returning here momentarily. Here, of course, obviously, he had to go fill up his cup of his coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, here, uh, of course, uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, here, as we said, it's it's just not, it's just not a whole lot of uh, of uh, big time news here. I do have one story. I think Nick, you just posted this on your on the WSGWI Wrestling Forum chat box. Um, I will I will read this story while JD has stepped away for just a brief moment because I don't know unless he's got this um, already, but I'm going to go ahead and read it because uh, let's see here. Uh, apparently, this is coming from Mark Middleton at WrestlingInc.com. Apparently, uh, uh, Paige has apologized for missing uh, tonight's SmackDown or the reasonable facsimile of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Page <laughs> did not appear during tonight's WWE SmackDown on Fox Tonight as advertised. The retired Page, who is now working as an analyst on FS1's WWE Backstage show, was scheduled to appear on tonight's SmackDown from the WWE Performance Center, but travel issues related to the coronavirus pandemic prevented that. Page apologized on Twitter and took a swipe, believe it or not, at SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, Manly or Boyly or Bailey, whatever you want, whatever you want to call that person. Manly. <laughs> well, no, well, well, she looks like a boy because of her hair. My first, that's why I just started calling her Boyly. Uh, uh, and and of course, like I said, Paige said <clears> this <throat> about 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 Bailey. She said, "Sorry, guys, travel made it very hard for me to get there for hashtag SmackDown Live with everything that's going on, completely out of my control. Um, very, very, very sorry." Uh, but at least at its Bailey WWE is keeping you entertained, she wrote. WWE has previously announced that Paige would be on SmackDown to confront Bailey, leading to speculation on Paige working as a manager again for a new superstar, Bailey and, Sa- and Sasha Banks, or as I now start calling her, Sasha Bunghole, uh, appeared in tonight's opening SmackDown statement and took a few quick the shots. Cornholio, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. Uh, and took a I few quick Page, hold on one second, let me finish the story. It was noted on commentary that Page couldn't appear because she was having travel issues. The night SmackDown was originally scheduled to be free at the Little <clears throat> Michigan, but the show was moved to the Performance Center because of the outbreak of the corona, uh, of the Miller Light, Bud Light coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, outbreak. Page lives in Los Angeles and likely would have flown out from there if she was at home. As noted, next week's WNXT and Raw episodes will also air from the Performance Center due to schedule changes related to this pandemic. There is no word yet on WWE plans to continue the storyline they have booked for Paige, but stay tuned as, of course, they will, of course, be keeping everybody entertained here, uh, 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 keeping you updated on everything here, uh, um, of course, as it all, of course, develops. So, uh, well, I mean, if they got, if, if, if they, like I said, started something, I don't see any reason why they, why they should end it. I mean, I said just go ahead and try to finish it out, man. Don't waste it. I mean, that's my yeah. personal. I mean, if they start something, they need to finish it. They don't need to start something and just hanging hang, hang on the coat rack and all that and then just let it hang there for months and all and collect dust. 
Uh, let's see. Let, let, let's see if the Iceman's back. JD, are you back yet? No, he's I'm not. The he's taking the Folgers <laughs> break. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he always says, in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what I mean too. Here. Yeah. Okay, JD, get 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 out of uh, underneath the covers there. We need you focused on the show here. Come on, get back. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, like I said, guys, this is this is really kind of uh, this is really kind of upset. I mean, of course, everybody. This really got everybody up in a tizzy. I mean. I mean, the thing about it, I heard something about earlier today that how, for some reason, people were just going crazy on buying paper products because of this. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, sure, I don't mind eating with a plastic fork or a plastic spoon or eating on a paper plate or whatever, but I mean, I mean, what point? What? What's the point? I mean, I mean, I mean. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are probably going to order takeout anyway. I mean, why in the world would you even bother doing it? I mean, okay. Uh, well, we also, Mitt, uh, you have something you want to add to this? Yeah, um, I was going to say earlier that I called, I referred Bailey and Sasha as Susie and Bagel as a team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You don't know what they were actually. You know what when you just said? They you know what that reminded me of actually. Sorry. A, a a moldy bagel with some bad cream cheese. Hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I do have an update here as far as our elimination chamber prediction title challenge. I did speak to Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler. And he has now chosen his belt. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler is the new WCWS Bad Blood champion. So there you go. So now, now the only ones that we have we have left to pick, of course, is the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and also the Empress and Marie Rickenbach. Uh, um, and apparently, um, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, I was getting a couple of texts here. Speaking of the Empress, I was getting a couple I'm of texts. And she was saying that for some reason Fonzie wanted to say something. Um, I mean, Fonzie, I mean, you don't have to ask her to tell me. I mean, you can just flat out tell me. Yes. But go ahead if you want. All right, JD, before you get finished with your stuff, Fonzie wants to say something. Let's let him yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already done with no. the news. I'm already done with the news. No, I'm done with the news. Go ahead. I have nothing else. Okay, okay go ahead. Go ahead, Fonzie. Please, please, please speak. Go ahead. Okay. I know everybody. I know everybody hates what what happened, you know, with SmackDown tonight. But you know, at least there's something on to watch because there's nothing on. What's on? You know, because. Oh, we don't have no sports. We can't watch anything. Well, for me, I know. For me, I know. And then JD wants to say something too because he was a little bit upset 
tonight, and I don't blame him, but I told him, I was like, there's nothing on, watch. You know, and there isn't. And I, I respect everybody on, on the show and around the world today. And all this shit right here, all this shit is like everything is coming. Oh, you have to go to the grocery store, get the toilet paper, paper towels, or a case of water. For what? For what? Oh, you're going to die without water? No, you won't. Or, oh, I'm going to be out of the toilet paper. I don't have nothing to wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, get, a, get, a, get a freaking rag, old rags, and wipe your ass and throw them in the goddamn garbage. And there's a shower <laughs> right there. And it's unbelievable. Today was unbelievable. A shop and safe. Okay? I've never seen... Tons of cars in the parking lot. People are stacking. They're walking out with a freaking case of water, paper, toilet papers. I went in there where my section I get stuff at. Honestly, the whole tire shelf is gone. They got diapers for kids. Huggies. Okay? That's his left. Toilet paper's gone. Paper towels is gone. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It just like makes me laugh because for what? For what? This is going to end April 14th or end of April. It's just doing a precautious because this virus shit. And you know what? It aggravates me because. Why you have to go shop? Why you have to go to the store and get a stack a whole year of fucking paper towels, toilet paper, so you can wipe your ass and wash your hands? Get a freaking rag. You're right to the shower. If you're taking a number deuce, your shower's right in front of you. Get in the shower. Get a rag. Like I said, wipe your ass. If it's, you don't like it, throw in the goddamn garbage. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, for what? This whole entire thing is bringing to the world coming an end. They're rushing to go to freaking store and get whatever they need. Come on. They did that uh, with a 2,000. Oh, the, or the whole entire world is going to end. Oh, the light, we're not going to have light. It's going to shut off as soon as the ball hits 2,000. The light's going to go out. And it's going to last forever. It never happened. It never happened. What, we got lights. We got TV. We got everything. You know, it's just like it aggravates me because this is going to end. It's just doing the precautions because you know, if you're sick, that's what it is. If you're fucking sick, stay the goddamn home. Close the door in the bedroom and get better don't 
don't spread these goddamn germs to somebody, then somebody will spread to that, to another person, another person, to another person. You know, the whole entire world. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and they're making a big deal about it, shining on everything. And, oh, the world's coming in. Oh, I got to go shop. I got to go to groceries. I got to go to the grocery store, Walmart, get toilet papers and paper towels. For what? You know? And this is, it, it's ridiculous. Honestly, this is ridiculous. They think the whole world's coming to an end because it's virus. You know what it caught? I told JD this. And Chad and, um, Oh, Neil. Mitt. I'm sorry. Mitt. 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 Uh, Nick, okay. I want to tell you this, okay? So mm-hmm. my friend of mine, okay, I told JD already about it. My friend told me why this happened, okay? There was mm-hmm. a cooker, Chinese cooker, okay? Uh, yeah. And, okay, he... Did something with the raw fish. He got sick. Okay? He ate a raw fish. Yeah. He came back and worked and touched the pan, touched his face. Then the next person did the same thing. He got sick. Because of the raw fish he ate. And he mm. came back and spread the germs all over the goddamn place. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's just like he's touching his face and he's touching the food. That that food is already gone already because he touched it, the virus, whatever it is, okay? That's how this shit right. happened. Okay? And it That's spread true. the whole entire world. Right. Italy. My, my dad's hometown, Italy, Rome. There is nobody around. That place is always packed. Wrong. Right by the Colosseum. Okay, <laughs> by the church. Where, oh, you know, yeah. uh, whatever, um, the priest. Okay? There's right. nobody yeah. out there. Even France. Even It went from Italy to France. And I think the Germany, I think. No, 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 Jeremy. I think this Italy and uh, France and almost London, but London is already, you know, but it's ridiculous. It, this never happened to my dad's home country, Italy, since the World War II. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Because you never heard oh other virus going to other country. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking one person who was working, ate the raw fish, and, and he got sick. He touched his face, whatever he did, and touched the food. That food went to the guy who ate. He got sick, touched his face, whatever he did. You know? And this whole thing spread out. This whole thing spread a whole entire country because they're one person. If you're sick, 
Stay the goddamn home in the bed. Lock your door. Stay it in there until you get better. You only get get better two weeks or so, whatever. You know, it's ridiculous. That's how people get sick in around these. You know, burning germs for what? So another person can get sick. You know what I'm saying? Stay home. If you're not feeling good, if you're feeling sick, whatever, and you're working, you feel bad at work. Leave. Get the frick out of there. Go home, then you don't you don't spread these germs. You know, it's just like then you go to the store, like as I said. You know, you I, I like oatmeal, um, Quaker oats, the bot the bot the the container, completely gone, Chad. Completely gone. Off the shelves. Okay? Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> water taste the gallon of water. Okay, gone. And there was only a few cases of water nobody takes. It was like probably like six left on a shelf. One <laughs> hour, like I said, you see huggies, diapers for kids. Next to them, no, no toilet paper, no paper towel. Completely bounding. Completely gone. Completely gone. Okay? It's like, mm-hmm. you serious, bro? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it makes you laugh because they they think the whole world is going to come to end because of this virus. No, it's, it's because, of, yeah, it's because the one person got sick and spread this shit all over the country, over the United States, like Italy, France, okay? People are not going to go to Mexico because, you know, you can't go anywhere because they shut down all the flights, you know? But I heard yesterday that uh, we're um, an hour away from Toronto, Ottawa, Ontario. Somebody got positive, got sick, test positive. Prime Minister's wife. Prime Minister's wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, you serious, guys? <laughs> in Canada? Come on. That's why it's like, this is ridiculous anymore. But for me, and I know you guys don't like anything. It makes you upset and you see this. You know what? Be happy. Because... We're not going to be here too much longer because this shit's happening. They think the whole world's coming in. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Quit saying that. Quit doing this. You know, quit, quit going to grocery store. You know, quit. You're not going to die. You're not going to die from no toilet paper, paper doubts or water. You know, it's like, are you kidding? But it, I know it makes you guys upset, too, because, you know, luckily we have our talk show still. I thought we're, I thought you were going to chat. I thought you were going to postpone it until this shit happens. Okay? 
I'm glad we are talking on a talk show tonight, okay? And let's let's take it easy. Let's relax. This shit's gonna be over in a couple of weeks, or first first of the, of the month, of May, okay? And they're pushing they're pushing all the tournaments late. But I think they're going to do March Madness brackets because I got an alert today that they're rele- they're going to release brackets for March Madness, which I love, okay, but they're not going to start until after April 14th or much, like I said, a little bit longer. Even the hockey, Stanley Cup, okay, they're pushing it. They might go until July because they're going to start the round maybe May or end of April. And it's going to last until June or July for the Stanley Cup Finals. And they're going to shorten, they're going to shorten the um, spring training. They're going to make it short because September, that's the preseason, ready to go. And, you know, you got at least a month and a half to get prepared to train and go on the ice and perform in front of 20-plus fans. Whatever arena you are, you get the fans and enjoy it. You know, they're going to enjoy it and you know, focus, whatever you got to do, and perform in front of the Europe hometown fans and let's forget what this shit happened. Let's forget it because like I said this is going to end soon. I bet you. When the weather is good it's going to be over. They said at least April 14th which is three or four weeks away from today. Okay? Okay, that's why half of the Pittsburgh public schools, where we are, um, Catholic schools, elementary schools, colleges, Pitt, Duquesne, Robert Morris, Penn State, all the other stuff, they're not going at their campus, they're doing on the computer, school thing, whatever. And they're they're uh, they're gonna push their graduation for seniors a little bit later than it was in April or in May. And the all the other schools are home studying because of this virus until April fourteenth. That's the late that's the least until april 14th it could be a little bit longer but that's the deadline april 14th so let's let's calm down don't be stressed out we just gotta laugh because it's so funny how these people go to stores i bet you i put on the news tonight oh, the, oh the, what 
uh, Giant Eagle, Walmart, Shop and Save. They're out all the toilet paper. Uh, I was like, you serious, guys? You serious? And for what? This is only going to last at least four weeks. At least. You know, that's how people are. That's how people are right now. It just, it makes you laugh. Like, for what? And my friend of mine, he's a personal trainer. He's like, if I see somebody with a freaking toilet paper, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> So if you see me having a tissue wiping my ass, you gonna beat me up too? No, 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 no. I, I said I. My friend said if I see one person with a toilet paper, I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> Coming out of the grocery store. Yeah. No, 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 Meg. No, it's not. No, you, buddy. No, no. I we're gonna see. Yeah. He's, gonna wipe, he's gonna wipe JD's hand as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, just yeah. let's let's <laughs> let's laugh about it. Let's put on the news and laugh about it. Everybody coming out with a freaking uh, carts, full cart of freaking toilet paper and paper towels and case of water. It's just laugh about it because it is this is gonna be over April fourteenth. A little okay. later, but um, yeah, I'm glad we have a talk show tonight. Like I said, there's really nothing on, and um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. And um, and I'm um, <laughs> I'm gonna shut my mouth after this. <laughs> you're 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 on a board, chat. Go ahead, take over, buddy. Uh, I don't know how much plenary everyone, ladies and gentlemen, that, 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 uh, that this can be made. I think Fonzie pretty much kind of summed it up in that, in that, in that setup there uh, completely. Uh, of course, JD, I thank you very much for the rest of the news reviews there as well. Of course, King Ice is our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. Of course, King and W. Gerarchy Smith and the Ice Manager, DeGeronimo, to bring on the news. It fits the print here in the WWS radio network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find way to make it fit and of course in gts's case super glue and duct tape they cannot beat you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination let's give you the number one more time 1-605-562-0444 caller id 138055 pound this is 1026 p.m eastern time on friday march 13 2020 wws revolution episode 807 mr wws chad henshaw along with the ice manager walmart who is deep Deep in a in a gown of folders right now. He's right. He's right in the steam, Chad. He's right in the steam. Uh, I'm bad. He was ready, <laughs> ready to beat somebody senseless with a pack of toilet paper, and also yeah. hit the time. Fans <laughs> watching everything happen. All right. Uh, okay, uh, guys. Guys, to break the ice here tonight, I propose, first of all, we've done our share of talking about this over this blamed coronavirus. I say we drop it for the rest of the night. I say we do. Yeah, yes, please. Yes, we because do. 
Yes. And I say, and I propose we do something a little bit more tempting. We actually do. Uh, we have fun Stop here tonight. Here. Say, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> no, I, actually, J.D., you'd be doing that, and Fonzie would kick your head J.D., go put a huggies on. Yeah. Oh my God! No, Fonzie! No, 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 no! Put in diapers. No, man! No. Uh, by hey, the way, that, by yeah. the way, real quick. By the way, real quick. Just by the way, just to give you a heads up, guys, real quick. Uh, I did talk to Danny just a few minutes ago. He told me to say hello to you guys. However, as well, he sends his best. However. And like I said, he definitely wants me to tell you hello of all of you guys. He said he is sorry he could not make it tonight, but he said, however, that he hopes, however, he will be back next week if he's feeling better. But right now, I mean, he, I mean, he is so beyond ticked off right now. I mean, believe me, when I told him about the whole thing about AEW just now, I mean, he, he was, he was seething to say the least. And uh, before we continue on, let me just say this, however, on the record, I mean, in all honesty, and I didn't get my... I'm, I'm, I've gone. I mean, you guys had the floor for quite a while, and that's that's fine. I, I'm not going to check. I like I agree with Fonzie on this extent, but I am so beyond pissed right now. First off, it's not about wrestling. Well, it is a little bit about wrestling, but not all of it. First off, you're not having two shows in the next two weeks after this coming next week in Jacksonville. Actually, the next three weeks you're looking at. First off, you don't have a show March 25th. However in Newark, New Jersey. That's canceled. That's been pushed to July now. And right now you don't have a location where you're going to be there. Now, like I just said in the news moments ago, however, as you guys were all coming, we were all coming on at the same time, and I reported it on the news, however, you're not going to have two shows, however, in Milwaukee, in St. Louis, the first two weeks of April. That's really alarming. That's beyond alarming. That's actually sad. And now you're saying, oh, we're going to push this to October? I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. That is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. Well, the St. Louis show will now be held on October 7, and then the Milwaukee event has been set for the last week of October, uh, right before Halloween. Second off. Nice. Uh, second off. As far as SmackDown goes, I end up watching the whole thing. And I will say this on record. If they're going to pull that part of the language, bullshit. On Monday night, what they did tonight, this might be the lowest rated Raw ever. Ever. I mean, we always say it's going to be like 1-2 or 1-3 and something like that. No, 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 no. No. You're going to be lucky if you score an even one or a .7. I mean, this show tonight was absolutely a train wreck. Of a show, you had three matches on. You had John Cena close it, and your main event. Oh, let's have Jeff Hardy return. Okay, fine, great. But who is he up against? Oh, of course, everyone's favorite clown is Corey Graves' boyfriend, but, uh, Cockstein Baron Corbin. And it was two and a half freaking minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, they had a stupid women's match to start the show. Boily and the bully, yeah. blue-haired little freak. 
slap happy Sasha Banks against the goddess herself and Nikki Cross before Oscar came out of nowhere and basically disrupted the whole thing. Yeah, in the fair. Yeah, yeah. In the fair. Yeah, exactly. And what do you do to start the second hour? Oh, okay. But people didn't see the chamber. They said, okay, let's go for the last from 8.30 to about 9.15, 9.20 and put on for at least a half hour, 40 minutes a replay of the goddamn man's tag team battle royal that happened on Sunday in Philadelphia. Come on. You guys should have thought this through tonight and said, okay, there should be no show. But no, did you do it? No. Because of stupid, arrogant Vince McMahon. Plain and simple. As I t- what did um, I tell you earlier? What did I tell you earlier in the night, J.D., about that one other story? Two words, man. Two words. Yep. I'm going to repeat them. Yep. Yep. We talk. Enough said. There you go. Yep. Enough, yeah. I'm sorry I'm pissed and like Fondia is but I mean I'm just beyond angry now. I mean I am beyond I mean my I mean I'm not saying my blood pressure is high, but I'm mean, just this is just utter crap and I'm gonna be going off on the peep show about this later on tonight. I'm definitely gonna have a lot to say on the peep show here after tonight about this. I mean if they're smart now, like we said before, I've said this to all of you guys today, just cancel Raw Monday. Right now just say don't do a show Monday night. It's not worth it. JD, go get your cup of ice and pour it down your shirt. Okay? You cool. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Guys, I think I think the events of today, and and I'm sure Mitt, you probably saw this in the WWSGWI Wrestling Forum Facebook uh, chat box that I posted earlier, and I'm gonna say it mm-hmm. one more time. I'm going to repeat this one thing one more time. I'm sure y'all would agree. If you don't, that's fine. Everybody has a right to their own opinions. But here is what I got to say. March 13th, 2020, will forever now in the day be known as the day that crippled America. Plain and simple. Yeah. Do not say anything more about it because it crippled us because of every single thing in the whole Blame country that should have been shut down over the fear of this virus. So I'm getting tired of hearing about it. It's only been yep, talked about days, and it's been like it's been like they've been egging it on for months. That's how bad it's got. I think JD, you feel this way. Fonz, you feel this way. Mitt, you feel this way, <clears throat> and I feel this way. Just stop talking about it. Yep. You stop talking about it. You won't then then everybody be fine. That's why I'm doing yeah. this now because because we're going to go we're going to stretch on here because as I, as Fonzie said, you know, everybody was saying on the chat box and Nick, you can probably back up on this too. Everybody was pretty much getting mm-hmm. tired of SmackDown the night anyway. There was a lot of people on there that said it. I think you probably saw some of those conversations, and you saw what I did. I offered everybody an alternative. Come and listen to us tonight. At least we yeah. have, at least we have our ten times more entertaining than what WWE has right now. At least we're, we're, at least we're, like I said, we're telling it like it is, unlike yeah. what WWE is doing right now. So guys, let's just drop that part, okay? Yep. As Trump yep. said, that's <clears throat> that too. That's all I gotta say about it. <laughs> that's great. That's perfect, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's watch, let's, let's watch Steve Harvey in Family Feud style. 
That makes you well, laugh. Well, That's what I, I'm watching right actually, now. Actually, I had a Jeopardy board up tonight. I figured we'd just have a little fun. It's not wrestling, but it's a Jeopardy board. Yeah, but trust me, I Okay. Well, JD, Fonzie, it's all in good fun, man. We're not going to have this on a match. It's oh, just no, no, fun. no. Yeah, that's what I said. Let's have fun. So, JD, Fonzie, Mitt, and that's how we're going to do this. Okay. Y'all listen very carefully. Here we go. <clears throat> now, y'all, first of all, all three of y'all game for this. JD, you good for it? I'm ready. Fonzie, you good for it? Yeah. Mitt, are you good for it? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Oh, and I like yes. that too. All right. Wow. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. All right, JD. JD, you're going to start first. And let me go ahead and tell you the clues are one, two, three, four, and 500. I'm not, doing any, not taking any points or anything. Just doing it for fun. Found on the web. Oh, will you shut up? My Google Assistant was talking. I don't know why. It's just. Going crazy. Anyway, here we go. One, two, three, four, and five hundred. Here we go. The categories are headline news, bad news, technology, entrepreneurs, and entertainment. JD, choose one. Entertainment for four. Okay. And that's what she said too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, JD, your JD, your clue is this. Late night TV changed forever in nineteen seventy-five with the creation of this show. What is the late night with Tom Sawyer? Is that your final answer? Yes. You're going to kick yourself in the head. It's Saturday Night Live. Live. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I got that okay. one. Oh, I, I, uh, Fonzie, Fonzie, you're next. Okay, what, what are the categories again? I'm sorry. Headline, headline news, bad news, technology, JD's anus. No, I mean entrepreneurs, <laughs> entertainment. Okay. Uh, I, I go for it. Entertainment. One, two, three, and five. Which one would you like there? Five hundred. Five hundred in entertainment. Here we go. Yeah. All right, Fonzie. This is a sports question. Think about this very carefully. This yeah. major league this major league baseball slugger became the all time home run leader in nineteen seventy four. Who was, and I was not even born, but uh, how about Dave, Dave Ruth is my final answer. You are close. Believe it or not, oh. this, this, this person surpassed Dave Ruth. It was actually Hank Aaron. Oh, hit, Hank Aaron. He hit 750 surpassed Dave Ruth. As the all-time leader, he would go on to finish his career with 755 home runs, which was eclipsed in 2007 by Mr. Steroids himself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. So, anyway, Mitt, you're up next. But you're good, Fonzie. That was close. You did. You did. No, no, I know. 
<laughs> Nick, you're up next, sir. Uh, entertainment for 300. Entertainment for three. Okay, here we go, sir. Okay, <clears throat> now, Myth, think about this one very, very carefully. Just think, just think it over, okay? And like this is all good fun. Disco was a huge hit in the 1970s. This movie highlighted yes. the music. Oh, oh. This, sorry. This, this, <laughs> this, this, movie <sighs> this movie highlighted music and culture of disco. What is Saturday Night Fever? You are correct, sir. Now, here's a fact right here. John Travolta, of course, starred in the movie and was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor. The soundtrack contained five number one hit songs. Five. Yep. Yes, there you go. Yes. All right, J.D., back to Disco, Disco Inferno. Disco Fever. Don't get me started. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> KD, you're up next. Okay. Oh. All right. What was the one that happened for whatever it was, however, I can't remember. What was the one he got saying if he run? What was the one what? What was the uh, uh, the category that he got the descent of the Sanai Fever with? The one that you actually huh? had that one that you did your question off of, which was entertainment. I want to do entertainment for two hundred. Entertainment for two. Okay, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> okay, JD. Apparently, this is a, a 70s theme, JD. So think about this very carefully. Uh -huh. The 70s produced some iconic movies. That I can definitely agree with. This blockbuster made people flock to the movies and not to the beach. What is Jaws? And that's my final answer. And yeah, correct, sir. The iconic horror movie Jaws made way into theaters. The Steven Spielberg classic caused a bit of fear in beachgoers as the movie follows a killer shark menacing a beach town. The masses chose to hit the theater instead of the beach in the summer blockbuster was born. And of course, of course, later on we found out that Jaws actually ate JD's penis off. That's why he doesn't have one right now. <laughs> <laughs> JD, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Monty, you're up next. Who's up? Me? You, yeah, you, Monty. You're up, yes. Uh, well, what was the category before entertainment? Entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. I'll take, I'll take that category, please. For how much? So what, is all five questions still there? Oh, yes. The only one y'all touched is there. Tim, y'all have touched the other four categories. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for 500, please. 500 in entrepreneurs. Okay, here we go. Yeah. All right. Okay, all right, Fonzie, think about this very, very carefully. Martin Cooper invented invented a new way of communicating with others outside of a payphone or a landline. Pen line, you said? No, he invented this. He invented a new way of communicating with others other than 
outside of using a pay phone or using an actual telephone line? I'm going to say internet. That's a, that, that, is a, that is a good guess. He invented the cell phone. Uh. And he, he guys, guys, here's a bonus here. I'm going to ask all three of y'all get three of y'all this, okay? I want y'all to take a guess on this. This is just for fun. This is coming to me. What TV show kind of inspired the flip cell phone? What TV show? What inspired the what? The what cell phone? But the one, the t- the phones that flipped open. What TV show inspired that? Okay. I think I have an idea. Well, everybody's going everybody's to get the a, a chance right. to guess. All right. Go ahead, J.D. What, what's your guess? I'm going to say get smart. Fonzie. Uh, say, I'm going to agree with you, J.D. Okay, Mitt. Um, I forgot the name of the show. I would say the one with David Hasselhoff, not Baywatch, the one before that or after. Oh, you're talking about Knight Rider? Yeah, Knight Rider. Those are, those are excellent guesses, guys, but you're going to flip when I tell you. The original Star Trek. Oh, The, communi- the wow. communicator. Oh, you remember the communicators that they used in the 60s? That's crazy. But you yeah. know, but you know what I'm talking about. You remember the communicators they used back on that show in the '60s? Oh yeah, the, the old handheld thing. They, yeah. they flipped open. They flipped open. Yeah, okay then. Man. All right, Mitt, you're up next, man. Yeah. They, they said that, uh, they credit Star Trek. Technology for two hundred. Technology, you said, Mitt. Is that right? Yes. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Mitt, think about this very, very carefully. This is going back a ways, too, but think about it very carefully. In 1972, this commercially successful video game was released. What was the game? In 1972. I would say Pac-Man. That's your final answer, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good, that's an excellent guess. I would have thought that, but you know what the answer is? What? Pong. Pong. Oh. Pong, yeah. Believe it or not, it was back in its day commercially successful. That's how it's so popular. Yeah. yeah. But good guess, though. Pat Man, yeah, that was, a, that was pretty big back in that day, too. Of course, that kind of reminds me and all that. Uh, uh, that that that, that Pat Man went after JD's power pellets. That's never mind. I'm not gonna go that far either. That's what JD does every time he's in bed. Never mind. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> JD, you're yeah, up next. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the second category? Bad news. <laughs> bad news for, you know, I'm gonna do bad news for three hundred. Okay. And by the way, JD, ladies and gentlemen, JD, if you run my which which version of Pat Man did the JD remind you of? It's the one with the bow on said. Yes, I'm talking about Miss Pat Man. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 I know. 
Okay, you, you said for how much, JD, you said how much? Bad news for how 300. much? 300. Three. Three. Yeah. 300. Okay, bad news for three. Okay, here we go. All right, JD, think about this. In 1977, Elvis died at home at this age. 42. You got it. The king of rock and roll could maintain his high-speed lifestyle of drugs and touring. He died at home at the young age of 42. And just like he, J.D. He died taking the shit. Yeah. <laughs> just like J.D., he actually passed away on the toilet. No. <laughs> he did. He, made, yeah. he said, "Who?" you know what he said after? You're going to love this, though, guys. He said, who does number two work for? <laughs> And then, of course, actually, his and actually, when he flushed, ladies and gentlemen, it actually did this. Viva Los. Oh. Okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even a swirly before swirlies were invented either. Oh, you sick. No. I take the same category uh, with Chad did. Um, yeah. JD did. Sorry. Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. The only thing. Yeah, bad news. Please. For how much? One, two, four, five. What? What's? You said one, four, five. You said one, two, four, five. Okay. Give me for two hundred, please. Two hundred in bad news. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Fonzie in nineteen seventy nine. This took place. At a place called Three Mile Island. Three, Three Mile Island, you said, right? Yes, in 1979, this took place there. Uh, Hawaii, Hallelujah. No, no, what? No, no, something happened there. What? What took place at Three Mile Island? In 1979, an event took place. I don't know. Well, it's it's the same. Well, well, well. I'm, we're just I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's kind of like kind of reminds me every time JD goes to take a dump. It's actually a nuclear accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez, what's wrong with you, JD? Now, J, now JD, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I don't, I don't. JD, on, uh, believe it or not, it's actually this month back in 1979 when that happened. And now, believe wow. it, uh, JD, uh, JD, if I'm not correct, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken here, I'm reading this right here. This this Three Mile Island is in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's in Eastern by Harrisburg. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Millions of people were exposed to it to it to at least a little bit of radiation that day, but no one has officially died from exposure during the accident, which still ranks as America's worst nuclear incident. Also, not since JD actually. No, I'm just kidding. They did a movie of it. It was based on it. It was a few months after. It was called The China Syndrome, if you remember. Yeah. And that, that, and that and, oh, by the way, guys, I also found out that you mentioned the China Syndrome, JD. Um, yeah. Uh, that was actually the official title of the movie where where X Pac did China. The China, there, mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one night in China, and then there was the China Syndrome. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I think that was Francis' question. So, Mitt, you're up next. Sir. Go ahead. Uh, technology for 100. Technology for 100. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, okay, Mitt, think about this one very carefully. Apparently, guys, these things are taking place in the 70s. I hope this is not too much here, but this is. I didn't know this was going to go with that. Maybe much. something, and they will keep us laughing. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, now, Mitt, here's a question here. In 1975, Sony unleashed Betamax, which was a technology meant for this purpose. Music? What is music? That's your final answer, sir? Yes, sir. That's a good guess. It's actually, it was used for home video recording. It was used to create home videos. It VCR. wasn't long before. It was, no, it was before VHS. Oh, VHS, okay. It actually lost the format war. Betamax lost the format war to VHS. So, but you know what, guys? I actually kind of miss the videotapes, don't y'all? Yeah, I, I do too. I was thinking yeah. the other day, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy VHS. the old. I enjoy the old. <laughs> hey, guys, let me, let, me, let me tell you how much. Let me tell you about that, okay? I still have a, a copy. I don't even remember this cartoon from back in the 80s called Silverhawks. I don't know y'all remember that cartoon. I remember yet? hearing it, yeah. Okay. I have. A, I still have an episode. Of, I still have a tape of an episode of that that I bought back at Toys R Us down here in North Carolina back in the 80s. And it still wow. worked. It still works. Yes. Are you talking about something? I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, Ted, I'll give you one better than that. You okay. know my buddy Al, who's been on, who's been on a show a couple times, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has a VHS tape of the best of Halloween Havoc, and it goes up to 1998. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, that because he was telling me that last week before the chain rested. That's awesome. I said, too bad they never converted in, into DVDs because they are all WWE DVDs. They could have made the best of Halloween Havoc. They did best of Star King Clash to Change, but never bash, best of Bash at the Beach or Halloween Havoc. It's like, come on, are you serious? <laughs> well, the thing about it, the thing about it is actually I was able I was able to buy it on DVD the last three of the last WCW pay per views they did in 01, and I still got them to this day too. Oh, there's some good ones there. Yeah. Greed, sin, Super Bowl revenge and sin. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because sin was the one when Sid broke his ankle. Remember? Oh, that's right. When his foot was his foot was like yeah, snapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched that paper. I watched that on the network on pay per view. Yeah, I watched that. I haven't seen greed and Super Bowl revenge. It's like you know, talking about old school. I watched tonight. You're gonna laugh at this. The very one, two. Actually, I watched started watching yesterday this, and I watched the other one today. The very first ever ECW shows ever in 1993 when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling. I still got you should a see how young, You should see how young Paul Heyman looks then in 93 with, without, with, with a man bun. I mean, it's so freaking hysterical to see what Heyman looked like back then. You, you, want, you want to know that I was able to get, I, I paid about 20 or $30 on eBay for a video copy that still worked of Starcade 97. A full event. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Yep, that's a good and one. Guess what? Yep. I still have it. 
I still have it, and the tape is in good shape. There you go. All right, uh, JD, you're up next, here, my man. Please, please choose. I'm going to do the first category for 300 this time. Headline news for how much? Three. 300. Okay, here we go. JD, in 1973, Secretariat made history in this sport. What is horse racing? That is my final answer. And you're and you're correct. This is, or in other words, the race. Uh, what the hell is that? Um, JD, I'm trimming my beard. I'm sorry. JD, okay. turn off. That's, 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 it wasn't me. Now, JD, turn off your vibrator, will you? <laughs> 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 Stop satisfying yourself here on my time, man. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> The year 1973 was a year of Secretariat, perhaps the most famous horse ever. The horse won the Triple Crown of Racing and did so with convincing wins. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and also, after he was told he was going to be made into glue, he actually started running a bit more faster. Okay. <clears throat> but then Cheen. Okay. Uh, all right. Fonzie, you're up next. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Um, the first category. Okay, headline news. One, two, four, five. Four hundred. Four hundred in headline news. Okay, here we go. Okay, Fonzie, think about this very carefully. What this was the heading of this was the official destination for NASA's Apollo 13 when it experienced life-threatening malfunctions. Electricity. Now, where was it going to whenever it started experiencing malfunction? You remember the movie Apollo? You remember the movie Apollo 13? Yeah, I, I heard about it, but I never watched it. Okay. Well, when I said NASA, what what, what, what do you think about when you hear NASA? That's what. That's oh. what where okay. was it? Where, uh, where was Apollo 13 going to when it? Suddenly malfunction is basically what it's asking. They were, they were flying in the astronaut going to Mars. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That's a good guess, but unfortunately, I did find out later on that, that, that actually JD actually pulled his pants down. They were heading to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> they were headed to the moon. Jeez. Yeah, oh, I could have said the moon. Yeah, well, uh, but an onboard explosion left the craft crippled, and the astronauts desperately holding on to survival until they landed inside JD's anus. I mean, into the ocean. Oh, <laughs> I'm on a roll tonight, man. Okay, <laughs> Mitt, uh, thank you for still uh, hanging out with this this, this bunch of. Uh, uh, funny folks here tonight, uh, but you are <laughs> next. Sir. Please choose a question. <sighs> uh, headline news for 100. Headline news for 100, okay. All right. Uh, Mitt, in 1973, the Sears Tower opened in what city? You say the Sears Tower? The Sears Tower, yes. Yeah. 
New York? Good guess. It was Chicago. Y'all know how y'all know how they got the name the Windy City. JD <laughs> <laughs> stood on the tallest building in Pittsburgh, pulled out his pants and farted. How <laughs> that went? No, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't catch it. What? What did you say? No, I was watching the Happy Gilmore just now. Oh, okay. Okay. No, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's how it got the wind, name the Windy City. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> and a right straight from Chicago. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. How it got that far from Pittsburgh to Chicago, I don't know. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> I'm just picking. I don't know. All right, JD, you're up next. Uh, uh, give me, uh, let me see. Give me, uh, give me uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the third category for basically, uh, 300. All right, technology, that'd be technology there for 300. Okay, here we go. All right, JD, listen to this very carefully. This company, oh, okay, this company unveiled the pet. PET 2001 computer in 1977. What is Apple? Good guess. It was Commodore. It was one of the first personal computers that ever hit the retail market. But yeah. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Now, JD, when that year you were born, or what year were 76, you born? I was born. No, 76 I was born. 76 I was born. Oh, 76. Okay. All right. Well, actually, ladies and gentlemen, you know, even though Jamie said they were in September of 76, uh, believe it or not, they actually shot fireworks around his house, and they had to actually uh, use JD's tiny high knee go, No, I'm fine to you're up next. Okay. Uh, um. I think this is going to be my last one because I have to shower and I have to put the big socks on and the compression socks are really hard to put back on. And, and so right. uh, this will be my last question for okay. the night. No Sorry. Uh, okay. Sorry to cut it short. Yeah. Um, no, that's what JD said. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go for the second category, which is bad news. Bad news. One four, one four five. Bad news for four hundred. Bad news for four. I got some bad news. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Fonzie, listen to this very, very carefully. This well-known actor died just before just before his movie Enter the Dragon was released to movie theaters. I don't know. I know it. Well, Unless, okay. uh, you want to take this one? Yeah, you want to take a guess at it? I'll, you can take a free guess. Go ahead. What? What's the question? 
This actor died just before the movie Enter the Dragon was still was released to movie theaters. Who is Bruce Lee? You are correct. It is Bruce Lee. And of course, he died of a strange drug issue when he was only 32 years old. Just before his movie, that movie became a hit for him. That's one just of my favorite movies of all time are Bruce's, and I have the DVD. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it again. And Fonzie, uh, sir, we thank you very much, sir, for stating some good points here tonight. Before we go any further, JD, you and Mitt can finish. We're going to finish off the board before we close up the show. show. But, uh, Fonzie, I want to say, of course, thank you very much tonight uh, for really, of course, sharing it like it was here and all that. I'm not going to go into any more details here. I think you pretty much made it clear right down to the point about how we feel, of course, especially with everything that's happened here today. Um, and 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 you're absolutely right about all of that. So, uh, my man, I wish I wish you, of course, like I said, uh, of course, well over the weekend here. Stay safe. Uh, stay <clears throat> and stay cool. And uh, yep. And of course, Fonz, we never get a chance and all that. Try to get over to JD's house and and, and get rid of his coffee. Because we don't want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he only lives twenty. He lives like twenty-five minutes away from me. Why? Uh, what did, he, lives right, did, did. he lives right off of Monroe Boulevard. I know where exactly where he lives at. I can find did, him. No worry. Yeah, just we just going <laughs> over there too, if you have to, and just do something. But but just stop him from doing it because. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> I'll talk to you in the morning. Stay out strong. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Later, my man. There it is. Go ahead, Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> have a good night, guys. Okay. Have a good, yeah. have a good night. Yeah. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid here tonight. We thank you very much for joining us here on 807 Revolution. We're going to take it up a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to stay on a little bit longer here, folks. Yeah. Uh, well, Chris, we, this is Friday night. I think we need to allow yeah, Friday night. And this is the best way to allow It's Friday Night Live, yes, indeed. Uh, and, of course, like I said, we have to we, – we, we actually, I think Mitt actually hid JD's folder. Mitt, thank you for taking the folders. Thank you. Keep it. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to. Well, I mean, he tried to. No, 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 no. I never <laughs> Okay. You okay? That's what I always say. You okay? Mitt, you're up, Mitt. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. Wow. Um, Laughter is the best medicine. I got all I got to say. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes. Um. Technology for five hundred, please. Okay, you got it. Okay, technology for five hundred. <sighs> okay. All right, Mitt. Listen very carefully. Home entertainment saw a boost in the nineteen seventies with this very first pay subscription for cable TV network. It is still on today, Mitt, by the way. I'll go ahead and tell you. Okay. Um, 
subscription. So this very first pay subscription for cable TV. Um, I know back in the day Disney was, but I would say HBO. And you would be correct, sir. That's right. 1972, HBO became the first pay subscription service available for TV in the U.S. HBO, or of course, home box office, as it was known, provided a service for commercial-free and uncut movies. Eventually, it would provide original series along with movies. There you go. Yeah, it also <clears throat> the World Wide Wrestling Federation for a while, too. Like when they did the Madison Square Garden shows, I think, until uh, USA Network came into play. Okay. And didn't 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 Madison Square Garden have a network too? Yeah, MSG Network was always the home for them. Yeah, and they didn't do USA Network for a long, long time. Yeah, MSG was always their big home. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right, JD, you're and, up next. All right. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh, bad news. What's the lucky bad news? Nice. One, thank you. One in five. Five. <sighs> and that was that was of course Doctor Thunder, of course Walmart's version of Doctor Pepper. Be sure to pick it up in the twenty-four pack today at your friendly Walmart and Walmart neighborhood market. And if only you don't, he'll bring the thunder. <laughs> and of course, of course, Leo and I, twenty-four pack of this is only four dollars and twenty some odd cents. <clears throat> okay. Bad news for five hundred. Okay, JD, think about this one very carefully. This rock star and icon died in September of 1970. September when? 1970. Who is Jimi Hendrix? You are correct, sir. September 1970, guitar hero, not the video game, guitar hero Jimi Hendrix died of a drug overdose in London. He was, J.D., how old was he when he died? Don't look it up. How old was he? 28? You're close, 27. But he was young. He was indeed. Yeah. All right, Mitt, you're up next, sir. Um. <laughs> <not bad>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's okay. What do we have left? I forgot. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you what we have left. We're 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 whittling it down here. Okay, that sounded terrible. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. JD hears, that, JD hears that every night. Now, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Headline news two and five, bad news one, technology four, entrepreneurs one, two, three, and four, and entertainment 100. Entertainment 100. We're clean out the entertainment category, Mint is. Okay, Mint, here you go. Mint, the, Mint, the Supremes was a soulful hit music group back in the 1960s. But in 1970, this Supreme left the group to go solo. Who is Diana Ross? You are correct, sir. The Supremes was a powerhouse all female trail that hit out the Motown sound in the 60s. 1970, Diana Ross set out to have an equally successful solo career. And today, she still is known as the queen of Motown. And of course, also she likes to dance on JD's back at stage. <clears throat> no, I'm <laughs> No, I'm sorry, I had that wrong. She likes to dance on Fonzie's back at the stage. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, but very good, Mitt. Very good, JD. You're up next. What was our last category in the in the thing? 
Well, the last one was the one that Mid just got done cleaning. No, 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 no. Mid got that one right. I'm just saying the last category in the whole thing in the game. Well, we well we've got some we've got some in the remaining four categories left. That's what I'm. All right, I'm gonna try bad news for 100. I'm gonna close that out. Okay, close out the bad news category for 100. Here you go, JD. All right, JD. The 1970s started out with the devastating news that this music group was disbanding for good. What was the Beatles? Yes. Beleaguered by fan overload, victims of their own personal, I mean, phenomenal success, the Beatles disbanded in 1970. It was a short but thrill-filled ride for Beatlemania. Of course, we all know one reason, one person that was the cause of all that, and that was Yoko no, it was Yoko. And oh, Yoko. No. John Lennon and Yoko, but more Yoko than John Lennon, yes. Okay, Yoko, oh, no way. Okay, oh, there. my. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, hold on, I got that for you. Okay, you want you want George Takei is doing that? I can do that. Oh, my. Okay, oh, my. <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, Mitt, headline news, two and five, technology, four, and entrepreneurs one, two, three, and four is still remaining. Um, technology. We'll play out technology for four. Okay, here we go. Okay, <clears throat> okay, Mitt, listen very carefully. Music became mobile in the 1970s when Sony introduced this small personal cassette player with headphones. What is it, Sony Walkman? You got it right, yes. Way before we had the iPod, thank God, Sony introduced a portable cassette player that could hold a single cassette and was small enough to be handheld. The Walkman morphed the discman upon the, ad, the invention of the CD. They, anyway, I prefer tapes and CDs. You know what I mean? I mean, at least they won't break down on you that you know, There you go. All right, JD. Yep. Headline news two and five and entrepreneurs one, two, three, and four. Entrepreneurs for three. Entrepreneurs for three. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> okay, JD. This man opened a famous theme park in 1971. Who is Aerosmith? Walt Disney. Disneyland. Oh. God. Man, I Disneyland. Right. Yeah. Disneyland has been staple in California since 1955. In 1971, Disney opened Walt Disney World in Florida. The park features many of the same attractions as Disneyland, but also has parks such as Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and and, 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 and they closed, and now they said, and I think they said the, the one in California is now being closed now too. Right. And also, there's a ride inspired by JD. It's called the Black Hole. <laughs> I thought it was no, that was the second ride. But did you know what the first ride was called? It was called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Well, JD, that made, that made you feel a little froggy, didn't it? All righty then. I'm sorry, I can't All righty then. Yeah. Oh, righty then. Okay, uh, Mitt, you're up next. Oh. 
I'm sorry, Mick. Go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He said we have entrepreneur three, four, and five. Is that one, two, and four is left in entrepreneurs? Yes. One hundred for entrepreneurs, please. You said four, right? Four hundred, right? One hundred. Four hundred. Okay, four hundred. Here we go. Okay. All right, uh, Mitt. This storage device came before flash and thumb drives. What is a floppy disk? You got it. Oh, good Lord, Mitt. Man, you man, you are the man tonight. That's nice. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Hey, JD, JD, you remember the floppies? I remember the floppies. I'm the boy. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the little. I'm talking about the big black ones with the hole in the middle. Right there, you go. I remember those. I saw them in school all the time when I was in elementary school. What so was all, it in? Uh, what was it? I can't remember. What was it in Sixteen Candles? And uh, he talked about that on in Sixteen Candles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh crap! But J Man J D, you bought that movie for me. You all know. You, you should probably seen it. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of it now. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Of course, remember Weird Science? Weird Science, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, they kept trying to make the perfect woman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Boy. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, Kelly LeBrock was the girl back in the day, man. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she still is, too. She's still hot. She's still good looking. She's still good looking. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. Okay, there you go. Uh, JD, you're up next. I am going to say, give me, wow. I'm going to say uh, entrepreneurs for 200. Entrepreneurs for two. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. Uh, JD, this president from the 70s was previously a peanut farmer. Jimmy <laughs> Carter. <laughs> yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah, he actually took a he took, he took a pee. Uh, never mind, I ain't gonna go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sad. In 1976, after defeating the incumbent Gerald Ford, Carter was a one-time governor of Georgia. Before his life in politics, he ran a successful peanut farm. It was called. It, 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 it was called Harvesting JD's Nuts. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Mitt. Headline news: Two and five, and entrepreneurs one hundred is still left. Um, headline news, please. Two or five? Uh, five. 500 in headline news. Here we go. Okay, Mitt. In March 1971, Indria Gandhi was elected as Prime Minister of the Nation. Don't know the answer for that one. Okay, JD, you want to guess? JD. JD. Okay, he must have All stepped right. away. He must have stepped away for him. Is that? Uh, oh, sorry. I guess he stepped away from it. The answer. I'm here. Okay, there he is. JD, uh, Mitt did not know the answer to his question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it back to you and see if you can take a guess at it. Okay. In March of 1971, 
Indira Gandhi was elected as prime minister of this nation. India? You got it. It was India. I was elected as prime minister of India for the second time in 1971. Eventually, she got all the way to four terms, but believe it or not, she was assassinated by her own bodyguards. What? That's crazy. That's pretty yeah. messed up. Okay. All right, all right, guys. Now listen very carefully. We have two cat, two questions in two different categories. JD, whichever one you choose, both of y'all will get to add. Both of y'all will get a shot at the last question. Okay, okay. one, but okay. Uh, it's either headline news for two hundred or entrepreneurs for one hundred. I'm gonna go headline news for two hundred. Okay, here we go. Headline news two hundred. JD, here we go. <clears throat> All right, J.D., in 1971, the 26th Amendment to the Constitution accomplished this. What is uh, oh, yes. the right to bear arms? <laughs> no, seriously, I thought that's – no, seriously. The no, 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 no. Like guns. No, 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 no. Smith says something about Fulch. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't hear that one. Whoa. Yeah, that vulture's in your cup. <laughs> you yeah, that one. <laughs> what you say? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, God. <clears throat> JD, what did what, what, you say? I'm going to say the search of, um, the search of, uh, like, like, a search of, uh, like I said, uh, the search of like like body and seizure or whatever seizures, but like like uh search of <laughs> search, I, I don't know how you can say it in the amendment. Whatever. Body yeah. search seizure. I don't know. I guess well we don't want to search your body. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh good guess, JD. It was Mitt, do you want to take a shot at it before I I, I reveal the answer? Uh no. Okay. It was lowering the voting age. Okay, lower the voting age. Okay, I'm going to go lower the voting age from 21 to 18. Of course, finally, if you were old enough to be drafted for war, you were old enough to vote for the men and women who you were sending, who were sending you to war. Okay. All right. And JD got sent to war many, many times. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. But, of course, half the time, JD's rifle was empty. Oh, okay, yeah, anyway. Uh, okay. All right, J.D., Mitt, both of y'all will answer this question here, so listen very, very carefully to this. It is in the category of entrepreneurs. Listen very, very carefully. In 1975, he founded, this man founded a company called MicroHard, I mean Microsoft. <laughs> MicroHard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Gates. JD, I mean Mitt. I'm sorry. Oh God, I can't think. <laughs> um, Bill Gates. You're out, both y'all. Right. In 1975, Bill Gates and Phil Allen founded a company named Microsoft. A few years later, Microsoft became one of the world's most powerful software companies. And years later, the Iceman Jerry Geronimo actually bought it and now called it MicroHard. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, dear God, man. I'm just out of it tonight. Okay. Gentlemen, um, 
I think like we said, laughter was the best medicine here tonight. And y'all, you two guys, along with the Heartbreak Kids, Fonzie, y'all actually kind of helped me get through a lot of it, and I'm 100% appreciative for that. Uh, that that being said, here, JD, is there anything that you wish to add before you close up shop here? We close up shop here for tonight. All I can say is this Monday, how on Raw Radio, I mean, we're definitely going to have a lot more to discuss than you would think, Howard. With no sports in the topic, we're going to talk about what our St. Patrick's weekend was like. And by the way, for everyone out there, please, please, please be safe and be careful out there this weekend with what's going on, not just with what's happening in the world, but just everything in general. And also we're going to talk about will there be a show in a couple of weeks? Will there be the showcase of the Immortals? Right now, we don't know yet. It's still up in the air right now. I mean, anything can happen, but we're going to find out soon. So please be careful and safe out there, whatever you're doing this weekend. Mitt, is there anything, sir, you wish to add before we close up shop for the night? Yeah, just be careful, wash your hands, and appreciate this wrestling on TV for once. That's why I'm not complaining about WWE right now. At least that's something to watch, since there's no sporting event to watch. Well, how true, how true indeed. Uh, now, on our live video, Steve May WA US History Lives, I think someone did actually have a comment that did make a comment there. Let me let me see if I can find out what that is. Okay, that was uh, <clears throat> our good friend, of course, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, uh, Mitt, I'm sure you know him all too well, of course, off of John John's uh, Facebook page. Uh, he was simply saying hello to everybody. So, uh, <clears throat> some uh, so. Uh, we didn't have a lot of people comment on, on everything in AWA US here tonight, but of course we we're glad to have them. We we're of course glad to have of course have of course he was super machine John Gross there as well. Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I think there was one thing we almost overlooked. The Friday thirteenth. Everybody's been biting at biting at the fingernails here. Who is the last person to join the Legacy Hall of Fame class of two thousand twenty in WCW US? Well, the laughter from the Jeopardy thing that we did tonight here tonight has really kind of helped me kind of think about this very, very carefully. Uh, this person, of course, like you said, ladies and gentlemen, even though he personally has not been uh, a, a part of WCWS for very, very long, he has made several different contributions, of course, being a part of our shows here every every night. Uh, of course, also being a part of WWS Raw Radio every Monday as well. <clears throat> of course, he comes on whenever he possibly can. He's gone through a lot of stuff here, of course, personally and all that. But we, of course, have always been around close by to help pull, pull him through it and everything. And without a shadow of a doubt, I think, uh, of course, like I said, he was made a Hall of Famer just three years ago. But still, I think this deserves a shout I think this deserves here this tonight after careful consideration. Careful th- and careful thoughts here, ladies and gentlemen. Joining the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and Captain Dave Spieler in the 2020 Legacy Wing of the WWS Hall of Fame. <clears throat> and I'm going to do my very, very best to remember this man's name. And, of course, J.D., you might be able to help me out if, in fact, I get his name, his full name, wrong. but. I am referring to Mr. Let me see, Alfredo Antonio Belisario. Of Fonzie. course, ladies and gentlemen, 
you would otherwise know. Oh, wait a minute, JD. Don't let me build it up, man. Jeez. You, you, you just, put, just put the folders back in your mouth and this is me. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, as JD did mention, I am, of course, referring to the heartbreak kid himself. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie is now the fifth member of the 2020 Legacy Wing of the De- Legacy Wing of the Cla- of the WWUS Hall of Fame. So, congratulations to the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, on of course being bestowed that honor. Like I said, so so far, ladies and gentlemen, we have the following here between last year and this year in, in the Legacy Wing: King and WO Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the JML Experience, the Big IQ Jeff Peters, Ronda Rush Wright, and. <clears throat> And, of course, this year we have the Iceman, Jared Geronimo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, Captain Dave Spieler, and the, not that, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, um, here, of course, here in the Legacy Wing, of course, 10 people, of course, who have made endless contributions, ladies and gentlemen, to what WWS stands for, and, of course, the U.S. And just in case you've never heard me talk about this, there is a purpose behind the U.S. in WCWS. It stands for two words. J.D. knows them all too well. Everybody here knows them all too well. And I'm just going to repeat it. They simply mean the term united standing, which is what we are. We always all try to be every single time here, regardless we do with the, the groups, the shows, anything involving WCWS. That's what we are always are, united standing. So that's what that stands for. <clears throat> so these 10 folks, of course, congratulations, of course, this year, like I said, to J.D., John, and Captain Dave, and now Fonzie being a part of the 2020 Legacy Week. Next week sometime, though, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to name someone who is going to be in our celebrity wing of the WWS Hall of Fame this year, and I will let you know who that is, of course, coming up here next week. And I don't know when, when I'll do it, but – it will be a surprise nonetheless. So with that being said, <clears throat> that being said here, folks, I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared E. Geronimo. I definitely want to thank the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. Definitely want to thank Mr. Mitt Patel. Also, of course, on our chat bot, on our video feed from AWA US, and I want to thank Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Of course, Mitt, we have not forgotten that you are gunning for going after the NXT US Undisputed Era Championship. And of course, Mitt, you have earned also several titles here since you're right. You got, I already have three belts under your wing, Mitt. So I know you are very, very happy, very, very proud to have those as well. And I know we'll be some seeing some big time title defenses from you, of course, against some of our got folks right here, of course, coming up here very, very soon. So so we we'll, we look forward to all of that. <clears throat> On that note here, folks, we thank you very much for so 807 of WWS Revolution. <clears throat> Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, I mean, tomorrow evening, WWS Power Hour, 141-364-POUND at six, at 6 o'clock, as we, of course, will, as, of course, we will, of course, review everything that has taken place here in the radio network. Let's also bring you tomorrow's uh, history and birthdays and also some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of fullleathermania.com. Although it may not be a whole lot of wrestling news tidbits to talk about, but of course we'll try to bring you something here indeed, <clears throat> of course, tomorrow evening. Uh, also, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And also 
do not forget Bulldog DVD sales and variety on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Of course, don't forget DVDs and Blu-rays with one or two discs in each set are worth $1. DVDs and Blu-rays with two or more three or more discs in each set are worth $2. Uh, DVDs in the jewel cases are worth 50 cents. And also the Ford disc set of movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth $3. Be sure to check it out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, where our motto is you take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection indeed. Don't forget to check it all out here. More lists will be added on here between now and this weekend, so be sure to listen in on that as well. <clears throat> Revolution 807 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves, and God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And by all means, due to this, we'll just say, situation that has taken place. That's all I'm going to call it here. The situation that's taking place here, folks. Please stay safe. Please be careful. Please do. Please take every precaution you feel that is necessary. And despite what a lot of folks are saying here and all that, just do what you feel is the right course of action, because only you can make that. Only you can make the right judgment call. Nobody can really say that here for you. <clears throat> so. Uh, let's see here. I think uh, JD, I think, has something to play for us at the end. Yes, I do. Here. Thank you very much, there, JD. Of course, don't forget, like I said, we'll be back on with Power Hour tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, 141364-pound. Be sure to check, it, check us out there. Since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS radio network where we always remain united standing. JD. Please proceed with tonight's closing theme. All right. Just a second, I'll be ready to go. Okay, here we go.
Take care and God bless folks. Have a safe weekend and please stay safe out there. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.